The following is a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZAM, Odyssey, its sponsors, and affiliates. The following is a pre-recorded show. Get ready, Baltimore. It's time for some super slams and beatdowns. Cheap shots and the clean finishes. Watch out for the chair. Oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> this is Top of the Road. Your Monday night wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, here's the enforcer. Baltimore's own, Kill Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure. And the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome to Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio. This is the penultimate show here on CBS Radio. You heard that right. This is my second to last show on the air here at CBS. First, I just want to let you guys know, I do plan to continue doing a podcast. It'll give me a little more freedom as far as what day I can do it of the week, keep up with things, if I need to be a little more frequent, a little less frequent, whatever the case might be. But it's also perfect timing because this is the preview of WrestleMania week, not just WrestleMania. Remember when it used to just be WrestleMania? When the Raw before and the SmackDown before were, eh, you'd like to see what happens, but you're not really concerned. NXT didn't exist yet. And it was one night, it was one Sunday with a seven to eight match card that defined the entire year of WWE. Now it's an entire week. Eventually, Vinnie Mac is just going to own the month of April and baseball is going to lose their mind. But either way, Now it's WrestleMania week. Tonight, of course, is Monday Night Raw. I'll get into that a little bit later, if I have the time. But i got to go through the cards. We have two full nights of NXT. The first ever two-night takeover. Stand and deliver. We have two full nights of WrestleMania. Not to mention, in the midst of all that, we have the Hall of Fame, Monday Night Raw, and a Friday Night SmackDown. All in the midst of that. Which is pretty insane. There's also an episode of AEW somewhere in there. I will not be watching it. And I looked at Twitter before I came on the show. I made a point to do that. Because I wanted to look. Because every podcast in the world put out there, what do you think of this year's Mania tweet? And the consensus seems to be that nobody likes any of the storylines. The whole show is going to be terrible, and you've never been less excited for a WrestleMania in your lives. Now, if that's the case, that's the case. I don't think it is. I think you are portraying the thought that the crowd wants you to portray because you don't want to be the guy or girl or whatever who actually thinks the show might be good. I am that guy. I think the show will be good. You really don't think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to deliver on another level. 
You really don't think that crazy stuntman Shane McMahon and insane monster Braun Strowman aren't going to do something off the walls insane. You really don't think Edge and Orton and you. I'm sorry, Edge and Orton. You really think that Edge and Roman and Daniel Bryan aren't going to put on one for the ages? You really don't think Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre aren't going to go for 18 minutes and make it look fantastic? You really don't think that Sheamus and Matt Riddle can take 12 minutes of our time up and make it look incredibly good for the United States title? You really don't think that the fatal four-way match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships won't be very entertaining with the Dirty Dogs and the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy. You really don't think. You really don't think AJ Styles and Omos versus New Day isn't going to be one of the more fun tag team matches of the past three months. You really don't think any of this is possible. Why? Because the stories aren't any good? I love how the determination of how good something is going to be from wrestling fans, it changes every six hours. Right now it's, well, the stories are terrible, I'm not interested. Six hours before that, it was, well, they did a reasonable job selling it given what they had, but I don't think the matches will be any good. Quite literally, yesterday, I saw people saying, well, the matches are the problem. The stories are okay. Today, oh, the stories are terrible, but the matches might be good. Now, none of this surprises me. I am no longer surprised by wrestling Twitter ever. Okay? Ever. I think it was Dolph Ziggler's brother, the Hollywood hunk, who said he does a lot of interaction with his fans, and he's come to a conclusion that we, being wrestling fans, are the most miserable group of people he's ever had to deal with. He said no one hates wrestling more than wrestling fans. Because we can't just watch it anymore, because we have a platform where we all can discuss our opinions of everything. I'm just going to shoot it to you straight. If that platform didn't exist, we would all be happy wrestling fans. If Twitter was not a thing... We would all be happy wrestling fans. And if you really wanted to make your podcast work, you would have to find a place to platform it. You would have to find other ways to promote it. You would have to actually start relationships with people. And it would be a different environment. But instead, it's just a bunch of accounts with random pictures of people throwing their weight around any way that they can, trying to get people to notice them. And that's all well and good. I'm in the same fight myself. Maybe that's why there are some of you who don't have great opinions of me. Because I'm someone who's actually willing to call this out. But then I look through and I'm not the only one willing to call this out. It seems like every podcast host worth their salt calls out the wrestling fan base for being too miserable. And then they tweet like they're miserable. Now this isn't me saying I'm miserable because the other fans made me miserable. No. I'm going to enjoy this show. I'm very much looking forward to it. All of it, every single night of it, and the week leading up to it. Okay, with the possible exception of two weeks ago, I enjoy every, every single Monday Night Raw to some degree. I enjoy every single SmackDown to some degree. Because I just watch it and don't let anything bother me. But instead, it's a combination of what you want 
and what they should do. Now, here's the thing. Is it really what they should do? No, it's what you think they should do. But then you post it on Twitter and a bunch of people agree and you go, well, I must be right. Everybody retweeted what I said. No, just because a bunch of people agree with you doesn't mean that you're right. It just means a bunch of other people agree with you. So, leading up to that, given how this week is going to shape up, I'm going to break down the four nights of wrestling that are in fact set in stone. That being both nights of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, both nights of WrestleMania, preview SmackDown because they're effectively using SmackDown as the pre-show for WrestleMania, which I think is kind of cool, but that's what they're doing. The first night of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, we're going to start with a gauntlet eliminator for a shot at the NXT North American Championship. You're going to get that shot the next night against Johnny Gargano. It was very interesting how they put this together last week with NXT. They had an 11-man battle royal, and whoever the six, the, the last six remaining would go to the gauntlet match, and then the order in which they were eliminated determined the order they would enter the gauntlet match. Now, I thought that was pretty cool. I love multi-layered matches like that. I, I love matches that have 15 rules that you have to sit down and figure out and really pay attention to. And that might not be your cup of tea, but I really enjoyed it. So here's who's in that match. We have Leon Ruff is going to start against Isaiah Swerve Scott. Those are going to be the first two entrants. Then I believe the third entrant is going to be Bronson Reed, I believe. Then the fourth entrant is going to be Cameron Grimes. Then the fifth entrant is going to be Dexter Loomis, while L.A. Knight is going to come in last. I believe that is the order, but we're starting with Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Sir Swerve Scott, and whoever wins gets to stay in the match. Last man standing gets it done. My money is on either Loomis or Bronson Reed. That's my money. I don't think they're going to give L.A. Knight that shot that quickly. Look, I like L.A. Knight or Eli Drake, whatever you want to call him. I think he's going to be great, but I don't think they're going to push him quite that quickly. Ruff and Scott haven't really had their full-on rivalry match yet, so it's not going to be either of them. Loomis is better used for other things, in my personal opinion, but who knows. And Cameron Grimes, as great as he's been in his new gimmick as the overly rich guy, I think his focus is elsewhere. So I think it's either Bronson Reed or potentially Dexter Loomis. But Reed, to me, is the pick right now. Then after that, we have the NXT UK Championship, where Volta takes on Tommaso Ciampa. This is just going to be an old-school brawl. It's going to be unbelievable to watch. These two are going to rip each other limb from limb, and they're never going to leave the ring or use a weapon to do it. It's going to be fantastic to watch. I predict that Walter successfully defends his title, but Ciampa's going to give him all he can handle. But that was going to be an absolute bloodbath. I'm, I'm very confident in that. Then we have the NXT Tag Team Championship match. The titles are currently vacant. 
as Danny Birch of Birch and Lorkin got himself hurt a couple weeks ago. So they're vacant titles. We have to find new champions. So we have MSK, who won the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the Grizzled Young Veterans, and Legato del Fantasma. Now, through personal preference, I would like to see Legato del Fantasma win this match, just because I love Legato del Fantasma. And them having the tag titles while Escobar has the cruiserweight title seems pretty cool to me. But the other part of me would like to see the Grizzled Young Veterans win it, because they were the first ever NXT UK Tag Team Champions, but and they held them incredibly well until they lost them to Mustache Mountain. So, in my opinion, I think it would either be Grizzled Young Veterans or Legato Del Fantasma. Here's the thing. I don't think I'm going to be correct. I think I'm going to be wrong. I think they're going to give them to MSK because they're the new kids. They haven't lost yet. They won the Dusty Cup. They might as well just finish out the push. So I think it's going to be MSK. I would like to see Legato Del Fantasma. But my wrestling spidey senses, for lack of better term, are saying grizzled young veterans. Because common sense points to Legato, because common sense points to MSK. And then personal preference points to Legato del Fantasma. So my spidey sense tells me that a lot of people would like to see Legato because they're a popular heel group. And a lot of people think it's going to be MSK because they won the Dusty Classic. So what is a very conventional WWE move? Give it to the other guy that a lot of people either didn't want or didn't predict to keep you guessing. But regardless, there is no bad call for who wins the NXT Tag Team titles in this match. There is no bad decision. No matter which one of them it is, there is no bad decision. So, but I think it's probably going to be MSK. I'm just going based off of I'm going based off my thought here. Then the main event of night one of Stand and Deliver is the NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. See, I don't think Raquel is the right person to take the title off of Io Shirai. Should Raquel be an NXT Women's Champion? Absolutely. Is she worthy of it? Absolutely. Will she be great? 150%. The problem is who she's trying to take it off of. It is not the right person for her to take it off of. It's just not. If you look at the passing of the NXT Women's Championship, it has always been the right person at the right time. Always. Always. Now, Asuka never got defeated for it. She just turned it in when she went to Raw. And then what happened after that? There was Ember Moon for a little while. Then it was Shayna Baszler. Who did Shayna lose it to? Rhea Ripley at the right time. Actually, Shayna lost it to Kyrie Sane, and then Kyrie Sane lost it back to Shayna Baszler. Shayna lost it to Rhea Ripley. Rhea lost it to Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair lost it to Io Shirai. And that has been the case ever since. I don't think Raquel is facing the right opponent to win the title. I don't. 
The problem is, I don't know who the right person to take it off of Io Shirai is, other than a returning Shayna Baszler to NXT. I don't know who it is. So I think Io will retain, but it's going to back him into a corner. It's going to make Io invincible, and it's going to take Raquel down a notch. So this is not the right time to do it. Just because it's a big night doesn't mean you have to make that change. And I don't think that they should. But if Raquel wins, Raquel wins. But I also don't think that means you have to send EO to, to Raw or SmackDown running. I don't think you have to do that. You can keep her in NXT. She doesn't need to go anywhere. These girls don't need to go anywhere. NXT is its own product. Send it there. Keep her there. It would make sense to keep her there. There is a whole a second night of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, which is on Thursday this week. Then we have two nights of WrestleMania. There's the Hall of Fame class. The should they or should they shouldn't, they, they should they or should they not be in arguments. And then, of course, there's the Raw and SmackDown leading up. SmackDown has a pretty solid card so far. I've got more. Stick around. It's going to be fun. Okay, forest animals. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All the audio that matters to you is on Odyssey. Odyssey has news that hits home in your local area and around the country. Get local news, traffic, and weather from stations near you. Get national news from CNN, Fox News Radio, and more. And explore the biggest news podcasts like The Daily Punch, Pod Save America, and The Daily, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Find all the news that matters to you in a universe of audio. Odyssey. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's in a few John Deere commercials this year, but she's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker behind the wheel of a one-series tractor. With her iMatch Quick Hitch, Backhoe, Quick Park Loader, and Auto Connect Mower Deck, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven is as easy as... Renee runs with us on a John Deere one-series tractor because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Hear Renee's story at deer.com. Hey everyone, it's CJ McCollum, host of the Pull Up Podcast. Part of performing your best is feeling your best. Whether it's during a workout, running errands, or just hanging around at home, nobody wants to deal with body odor. That's why there's Dove Men Plus Carrot, Eucalyptus, and Birch deodorants to combat sweat and keep you feeling fresh and confident throughout the day. It has 48-hour protection and a plant-based moisturizer that cares for your skin. Try Dove Men Plus Care, Eucalyptus, and Birch deodorant. Odor protection that works. Experience the Dove Men Plus Care plant-based line for yourself. Buy it now at Walmart and Target. 
And let me get right back to you. Sandra, um, those banners come out tonight. Can you pack them? Indeed. Those unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. On machine four. Like at Monica's print shop. To fulfill orders on time, she needs to get started hiring right. Right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to take a moment to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's one out of every five precious children in this country who might not get to eat dinner tonight. But hope is just around the bend because there's enough healthy, nutritious food produced in this country to put a smile on the face of every last hungry kid. And that's when the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks steps into the picture. They collect surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to the hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. So join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? At one second, I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess. Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? That means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey said. I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Every Monday night from 6 to 7, it's the top of the rope wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, once again, here's the enforcer, Kill Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So now we have night two of NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. After night one, the main event will be the NXT Women's Championship. But now on night two, and I don't know if this is the match that's going to open. I'm pretty sure it won't. But I'm going by what I believe is the match based on importance or how they'll structure the card. 
There is an unsanctioned match between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. If you didn't see the video package they put together for Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly's match, you are missing out on a good part of your life. It was one of the best packages that has ever been put together for a wrestling match I have ever seen. I'm so incredibly excited for this one. This has been brewing for years. They're finally going through with it. And even the build-up to the match itself, them both getting arrested, the, the promo where they get at each other, everything. The reason why I think people didn't react to it that big, myself included, is we knew all of that was coming. We just want to see what the match is going to be. And now that it's unsanctioned and these two at their best and it's... I. I'm very excited for the match. That's all I can say. I'm very excited for the match. I can't wait to see what these guys pull off. I think it might be the match of the night, if not the match of TakeOver. These two are going to do incredible things. And it's not going to be weapons crazy. It'll go weapons crazy at a certain point. All these matches do. But I think a lot of this match is going to be hand-to-hand combat. This is going to be personal. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Then we have the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, where Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon take on Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell of The Way. I think Shotzi and Ember retain. They've only had the titles for a short period of time. And let's face it, The Way are kind of better off as lovable losers, more or less. You know, Austin Theory is kind of playing the idiot and... Indy Hartwell is, it's, they're, ba- they're trying to make it like a mom and dad with their kids. That's what they're trying to do. And Austin is, you know, the teenage boy that doesn't know, you know, his left foot from his right. And Indy Hartwell is the sort of stereotyped airhead teenage girl that has some boy she likes around her, which happens to be Dexter Loomis. But she works with mom to try to get stuff done. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's been a funny and enough type gimmick and it's been nice to watch. And I just, I don't think it helps them if they win. So I think more than likely Shotzi and Ember are going to stay as tag team champions. Also because Ember, I think, needs to work her way back into the singles racket and Shotzi just, she just needs to get a little crisper in that ring before they give her a good singles run. And the tag run is a good way for her to polish up. So I think Shotzi and Ember retain their titles. Then we have the NXT North American Championship where Johnny Gargano will face whoever wins the gauntlet eliminator from night one. So we don't know who that's going to be yet. I don't think it's going to matter. I think Gargano retains regardless. Then we have the match I am looking forward to the most all week. Forget WrestleMania. The most of all week. The whole week. I've been looking forward to this for months. It's been brewing in my head before anyone even thought of the concept. And that is the ladder match to determine who the undisputed cruiserweight champion is between Santos Escobar and Jordan Devlin. I, this is, this is above Cole and O'Reilly for me. I'm so amped for this match. I'm such a huge Santos Escobar fan. Been watching him since he was down in Mexico. And Jordan Devlin has proven me wrong from the start and just continues to show that he's one of the best going in WWE today. And I think 
this is going to be such a fantastic match. They had Shawn Michaels introduce a ladder to mirror the WrestleMania 10 concept. I'm so amped for this. And I think these two are going to shred it. And I think Santos Escobar is going to become the undisputed Cruiserweight champion. I do. So if it were up to me, Legado del Fantasma is going to have a lot of gold at the end of the night. But I think Escobar wins. But there's no bad call here. If Devlin wins, you have another great wrestler doing it. I mean, these two are just... Devlin is a fantastic technical wrestler who plays a phenomenal heel who is not afraid of anybody. While Santos Escobar has a little bit of that scared heel in him, but he doesn't outright deny people. It's more that he has the numbers game, so he uses it like a conventional WWE heel would. But I just, I think this is great. Two heels, winner gets the big title. I like that a lot. It's very reminiscent of Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels going into WrestleMania 10. Two heels. Now, I know Razor wasn't really working heel, but his character was, he's the bad guy. So this is a similar type situation. I think Escobar wins, but I think these two are going to steal the show potentially the week. Then we have the main event of night two, which is the NXT Championship, where Finn Balor takes on Karrion Cross. See... It'll be a good match. There'll be a lot of moments. It's not going to be very well wrestled because, with all due respect to Karrion Cross, he doesn't have that diverse of a move set. He's more of a big-time striker and a big, strong-looking guy. And that's okay. That's his style. So Balor is going to carry a lot of this weight. I actually think that they're going to have Karrion Cross win the title again because he won the title, and then he had to give it up because of an injury. So I think they're going to have him win it back. And then I think, because it's not going to affect Balor if he loses the title. Finn will be fine. And then watching him chase it back will be a lot more fun. And if they want to put it back on Finn, they will. So I think Cross ends up with the championship. I think they have a good match. Finn carries the weight. Scarlett gets involved a little bit. But they'll do all right. It's, it's the main event because the NXT title is on the line. It's not because of the quality of match they're going to give. Now, I'm not saying this match is going to be terrible. I think they'll do very well. It's just against Balor, it will be noticeable that Cross doesn't have that many tricks up his sleeve. That's all I'm saying. Now, before these two nights go over, we have on Tuesday night, we have the Hall of Fame on Tuesday, which is actually two entire Hall of Fame classes. Because they couldn't do the Hall of Fame last year because of coronavirus. So who makes it this year? Molly Holly or Mighty Molly is going in. Completely deserved. It's been too long. Eric Bischoff. Completely deserved. Monumental face in the business. The Great Kali. Completely deserved. Yes, I said it. First of all, he's a multiple-time world heavyweight champion. And he's basically running... NXT India. If NXT India existed, Great Kali is the one who ran it. He's the one who is training an entire generation of wrestlers from his home country. If you watch the Superstar Spectacle, it was a fun event. And we're going to see a lot of talent coming from India in the near future. And he's the reason why. So they put him in the Hall of Fame. It's a heck of a thank you. 
Then Kane is finally making the Hall of Fame. A legend, one of my absolute favorites, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. The man has done everything you could ever imagine in WWE. So he's going to probably have the most fun Hall of Fame speech out of anybody. That would be my guess. The next is Mr. Monday Night. The whole darn show is Rob Van Dam. RVD finally makes it good for him. I'm glad he took the nomination. Some of those former ECW guys don't take the nomination, but nevertheless. Also, the 2020 Hall of Fame class is also going in this year because they didn't have they didn't have it last year. So, to me, uh, it makes sense who's going to go into it. Batista, the NWO, the Bella Twins are going to be are going to make it. Jushin Thunder Liger is going to make it. John Bradshaw Layfield is going to make it. The well for the second time, the British Bulldog is going to be posthumously inducted. So let's say let's go down this list here. Batista, yes, he has earned it. He was I I, I couldn't remember a time between '03 and '05. That Batista wasn't, or 04 and 05, I should say, that Batista wasn't ridiculously over. He was so over as a babyface champion. The NWO goes without saying. The NWO. Then the Bella Twins. Yes. They deserve it. You know how much money they've made WWE? Okay. They're the trademark twins of WWE. Not just reality TV. Both Divas champions both women's champions, and apparently they're thinking about coming back to the ring and going for the women's tag team titles. I say let them. I can't wait, and it's going to be fun to watch. I am not afraid to say I don't mind going back to the past to find something good. It seems like that is the mentality now, is no, we need somebody new that we haven't seen before. And I agree. I like seeing people we haven't seen before as well. But look, you can't be like the modern NFL draft philosophy of let's get rid of a proven commodity to go and get somebody who's never done it at this level before, but they're supposed to be really good. That's why the Bella Twins deserve it. JBL is going to get in by himself because him and Ron Simmons, I believe, are already in as the APA. So JBL is going to get in by himself. British Bulldog, posthumously long overdue. Jushin Thunder Liger, yes, he's only wrestled in WWE a handful of times. The only time I've ever seen him wrestle in WWE while I was alive, or while I was old enough to remember, I guess, is when he wrestled Tyler Breeze at TakeOver Brooklyn. So he's going to get in. He, it's much deserved for him for what he's done in Japan. So I think it was a very solid Hall of Fame class. Everyone deserved it, and I'm very excited for the speeches. They're all going to be a lot of fun. Now we still have two nights of WrestleMania and SmackDown, which is effectively the pre-show. That's next. Stick around. It's going to be fun. Act now and beat the rush with Window Nation. Get 50% off every style window, bows, bays, pitcher, and garden windows. Every style, every color, plus 0% interest for 18 months. 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. If you or a loved one is gambling as a way to escape problems, it may be time to rethink. Because if you think that gambling is the solution, then maybe it's the problem. Problem gambling is an addiction, but there is help available. 
It's free, confidential, and it works. All you have to do is reach out. Maryland offers free help. Just call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. We are here to help. We are the Maryland Department of Health. Do you have unfiled tax returns or tax debt? Act now to protect your income and assets. Call Greg Talbot with Strategic Tax Resolution at 443-367-9000 or strategictaxresolution.com. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry, with 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's in a few John Deere commercials this year, but she's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker behind the wheel of a one-series tractor. With her iMatch Quick Hitch, Backhoe, Quick Park Loader, and Auto Connect Mower Deck, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven is as easy as... Renee runs with us on a John Deere 1 Series tractor because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Hear Renee's story at deer.com. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. 
Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Okay, kids, dance gonna teach you how to dance. First, spread your feet apart. Then, a pump to knee. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The only way to take the best national sports talk with you anytime, anywhere is with CBS Sports Radio 1300 on the Odyssey app. Download it today. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. This is Top of the Room. Every Monday night from 6 to 7 on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, give it up for the enforcer, Gil Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So... Not only do we have two nights to stay and deliver, and we have the Hall of Fame class of two entire years, but we are going to have a special edition of SmackDown, which is effectively going to be the pre-show for WrestleMania. I kind of got a rapid fire this. Uh, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and Edge are going to address their match. We're going to have a fatal four-way tag team championship match on SmackDown where the champions Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, the Dirty Dogs, are going to defend it against the Street Profits, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, and the Alpha Academy, Otis and Chad Gable. Then we're going to have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which I think is a good call to have it on SmackDown as opposed to the pre-show for WrestleMania, because SmackDown effectively is the pre-show for WrestleMania. And here is who Adam Pierce has announced will be taking part so far. Akira Tozawa, Angel Garza, Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulak, Elias, Eric of the Viking Raiders, Grand Metalik, um, Humberto Carrillo, Jackson Riker, Jay Uso, Kalisto, King Corbin, Lince Dorado, Mace, uh, formerly of Retribution, Murphy, Mustafa Lee, Ricochet, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Slapjack, T-Bar, and Tucker. Yes, Otis's old partner, Tucker. So those things are going down on SmackDown. Uh, I mean, anticipating SmackDown as well as I am Raw tonight. There really isn't much of a Raw preview tonight, so I think they're just going to kind of wing it. But they might have a couple things up their sleeve. You never know. And then we have the two nights of WrestleMania. But before we get to that, I saw that the interview Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to have Chris Jericho on his podcast, on the Stone Cold Sessions podcast, and everyone lost their minds. Oh, my goodness. Jericho with AEW was coming to do a show in WWE. Now, I'm not saying I'm not surprised, because I am. I would never expect an AEW guy to work with the WWE product. But it's Chris Jericho. If it were Cody Rhodes or you know, MJF or something, I would be a lot more shocked. But it's Jericho, man. He works with everybody all the time. And I think they're going to have a very interesting conversation. There's going to be a lot of crazy stories. I'm curious how deep they let everything go. But we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Because I never believed this forbidden door crap for a second. Never. Look, companies are either going to work together or they're not. That's it. Full stop. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get a twist over it, whether they do or they don't. But now let's get to the two nights of WrestleMania. Again, I'm looking forward to all of it. I'm this type of fan, man. I'm, I'm excited for WrestleMania. Sue me. So on night one of WrestleMania, we have Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. That's just going to be a solid 12 to 15 minuter. They're going to do very well. I would like to see Cesaro go over, but my better instincts tell me Rollins is going to go over. Then we have The Miz versus Bad Bunny, which I think that's going to be fun to see. The Miz versus Bad Bunny. I think Bad Bunny is going to be ready for the ring, and The Miz is going to make him look like a million dollars. And I wouldn't be surprised if Bad Bunny went over. But my money says The Miz is going to go over, but Bad Bunny is just going to look really good. Then we have Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage match. I'm looking forward to it. Was the build-up good? No. No. The concept of Shane McMahon randomly showing up to SmackDown and calling Braun Strowman stupid for absolutely no reason could have been better done. It could have been done better. I agree. See, I just proved the point by saying words out of order. It could have been better done. No, could have been done better. I just proved it that it could have been done better. So I agree. It has not been a good buildup. But at the end of the day, Shane McMahon versus seven-foot guy in a steel cage at WrestleMania. There's a lot of possibilities there. I'm looking forward to it. Then the Raw Tag Team Championships, where New Day will defend their titles against AJ Styles and Omos. I'm excited to see Omos in the ring. I have a feeling Styles and Omos are going to win some Tag Team Gold, because the New Day can take that loss and make it look good. Plus, it opens up the Tag Team Division on Raw a lot more. You know, Retribution split up. I'm not saying that, they, that those guys can't tag together anyway. But Retribution basically split up. Then, other than New Day, you have Styles and Almost, and that's really about it. There really isn't much happening other than that in the Raw Tag Team division. So they're going to start throwing together some teams, which to me is never a bad call. Then we have the SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha Banks is going to take on Bianca Belair. I think Belair wins the title. She should. Sasha is known for not defending titles well, but you got to put Bianca over. She's the next big thing, and I think it's the right time for it. Then we have the WWE Championship where Bobby Lashley takes on Drew McIntyre. I think Lashley successfully defends. I think Drew's going to give a heck of an effort, but I think Lashley successfully defends, and I think there might be some juice to the rumor that the Hurt Business is purposefully imploding just to pull the swerve on Drew McIntyre. So the Hurt Business isn't over. I think there's some possibility to that. Also, I don't think Lashley and McIntyre are going to main event. I think they're going to be second to last. And they should be. The women should main event night one. It should be Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Why? Because Bianca Belair won a Royal Rumble. When you win a Royal Rumble, you should get to main event. Full stop. So I think the women should main event, and hopefully they will. Then we have night two of WrestleMania, which is coming up here. We have The Fiend versus Randy Orton, the recently returned, all burnt up, scary as can be fiend versus Randy Orton one more time. I'm sure there will be some supernatural things happening in this match, but I think they're going to make it look like a million dollars. But that's because I love that kind of stuff. I like The Fiend. I love the old school Undertaker. I love the old school Kane. Okay? I loved the build up to it with Randy Orton puking up black gunk. 
because of Alexa Bliss. I, I think it's going to go over great. I love that kind of stuff. I'm biased, but I think they're going to do a great job, and I think The Fiend beats Orton. Why? For two reasons. One, The Fiend is over again, comes back into a primetime spot. But also, Orton takes a big loss, he goes insane, rediscovers his crazy character, and then builds up for his last run in WWE so he can break Flair's record of 17 title, of 17 title reigns by defeating John Cena to do it. Yep, you heard it here first. Then we have Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. I like the build-up. It's kind of just, you know... It went from sort of a friendly competition to stop bothering me, and now it's a full-fledged WrestleMania match. And Logan Paul, the YouTube star, is now going to be involved. Kevin Owens pushed his way past him on SmackDown last Friday, so I'm curious how they're going to work that in. I thought Logan Paul did a phenomenal job in his spot, and I'm curious to see what they do with him. But I like that match, and I think Sami Zayn goes over to give validity to all of his craziness. Then we have the United States Championship. Riddle takes on Sheamus. Not really much here to unpack. It's going to be 12 or 14 minutes of a good match, and I think more than likely Sheamus will probably end up being the champion because of Riddle's mess-up backstage. But like I said on Twitter, Riddle's mess-up was the best thing that ever happened to his character. He's supposed to be the dumb bro. What's more dumb bro than forgetting your line in the middle of a live broadcast? But the real MVP of that segment was Asuka for selling it so brilliantly. Then we have the Intercontinental Championship in what I believe is now a, a, a Nigerian drums match or something along those lines. I'm sorry, it was, it was kind of tough to, to decipher what it was. I mean, I heard what Apollo said. He said a Nigerian drums match or something like that. But I didn't, the description of it was kind of lacking to me personally. I'm sure we'll get some clarification of it on Friday. But that's what's going on, Apollo Crews versus Big E, and I think Apollo should win. I think he will. Let's validate this awesome new character that he's got. And Big E will be fine. Plus, he needs to start going for a bigger belt than Intercontinental. Then we have the Raw Women's Championship where Asuka will take on Rhea Ripley. But, of course, on Raw, they have to go for the Women's Tag Team Championships first. I don't know why Vinnie Mac loves doing this. I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but I, he puts a lot of merit on on belts. You have to admit, I think that's what it is. Vinnie Mac puts merit on titles. And he thinks when the average guy who checks out wrestling from time to time, to use a personal example, my father, and he sees that, he goes, oh, wow, those two, those two girls have the belts. Gil, who are they? Oh, they're the women's tag team champions. Oh, and then there's, I know who Asuka is. She's been the champ forever. And then this new big girl, oh, so those two are going to try to win their belts? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's what Vince is going for. Now, I don't have a problem with that. I think I don't think that's a bad strategy for the quote-unquote casual viewer. But the hardcore fan base like us, I mean, you just did the opponents' partners with Sasha Banks and... So they're just trying to throw something together because they put they brought Rhea back a little bit too too close to the event in my opinion, but that's okay. Then we have the main event of night two, the WWE Universal Championship, where Roman Reigns defends his Universal title against Edge and Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan wins the title by making Edge tap out. Why? It protects Roman. It sends Edge off into the sunset. 
and it gives DB one more ride with the belt. Because I think Daniel Bryan's contract is going to come to an end, and I don't think he's going to sign somewhere else. I think he's going to hang it up. So they're going to give him one more run. He'll lose it to whoever he wants to put over. And then DB will go off into the sunset. Edge will have already gone off into the sunset. And then you get to watch Roman Reigns wreak havoc through SmackDown for eight months trying to get his title back. It's all a perfect storm. And I think it's going to work very well. I am amped for WrestleMania season this year. I am amped for WrestleMania week. I'm amped for Raw tonight. Thank you guys so much for listening to my second to last show on CBS Radio. My final show on CBS Radio will be next Monday in the WrestleMania review. And my plan is to have my good friend Sean Covington from Sporticus with me so we can go over the whole thing. That's it for me. I'll see you for the final time on this network, at least on Monday. I'm gone. The preceding was a pay program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZAM, Odyssey, its sponsors, or affiliates. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. Trade up any non-contact thermometer for a $5 rebate toward an exergen. Accuracy matters. Published research shows non-contact models miss five of six fevers. Upgrade to exergen. The only forehead thermometer proven accurate by published clinical studies. Visit exergen.com. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. There's a lot of streaming services out there, each filled with reality TV, comedy, drama, and of course, superheroes. But there's one dedicated entirely to nonfiction TV and documentary films, and that's Curiosity Stream. History, science, nature, we've got it. Space, dinosaurs, big cats, we've got that too. And pretty much anything else you want to explore. 
Go ahead, add some smart TV to your smart TV with Curiosity Stream. Go to CuriosityStream.com to sign up and start streaming today. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. But I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Any daughter would do the same. But soon enough, he needed help doing more things. And it was up to me to be his personal shopper and financial manager, too. And before I knew it, Dad moved in with me. So I became his cook, his personal assistant, his physical therapist, and even his nurse. When I started taking care of Dad, I didn't realize all the roles I'd have to play. But no matter what, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the many roles you play. And to help, we created an online caregiving resource center. At aarp.org caregiving, you can find resources and connect with the caregiving community. Together, we can better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving to learn more. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I could tell you when a wildfire was going to happen? Of course, I can't. But shouldn't you be ready anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Baltimore CBS Sports Radio 1300, 24-7 Sports. WJZAM Baltimore, WJZAM FM HD3, Catonsville, Baltimore. An Odyssey Station.